Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You need to know exactly where your food's coming from. That's the, the clientele that write the menu every week. Keeping your eyes open and your ear to the ground, essentially, and listening to what people are growing. The integrity, that, that provenance, that ability to not just know where something came from, but to really know the, the ins and outs of how it was raised is really important. G'day and welcome to another Capital Cookbook 3 podcast. This is the Quicksand Food Connection and my name's Stefan Postuma. Today I speak with Jonathan Draper, or JD, the owner of Local Press Cafe at the Kingston Foreshore. Local Press is a fantastic cafe, one of my favourites. It's got a very health-focused menu, changing frequently with the seasons and catering to a lot of dietary requirements. Local Press has really built up quite a community around them, involving themselves in Canberra food culture in a big way. They have great connections with local producers, and I really like JD's approach to what it is to running a business and putting together a menu that suits the environment of the Kingston Foreshore. I really enjoyed talking to him. He's a great guy. So I hope that you also enjoy my conversation with JD from Local Press at the Kingston Foreshore. Mate, do you want to just give us an idea of, you know, like when when you started the business, the ideas that you had in your head of what you wanted to be, like down here on the Kingston Foreshore, obviously yeah. good, good community of residents, people are active. The Kingston Foreshore is great. In all honesty, um, moving in here, it was it, it, it's all a bit more polished than the scene that I saw myself in. Yeah, okay. Because um, obviously the cafe is pretty like throw together and rustic and I thought the... You know, like the common thing with cafes is that back alley sort of vibe and things like that. Yeah. So this is a much more polished, well-established sort of area, but it's it's beautiful. It's awesome. I mean, you come in here in the morning at six o'clock and the sun's coming up and it comes and bounces, all the light bounces off. It's a really cool place. Um, but that's what it is. I guess it's one of those places down here where because the, the property value is quite you know high like it's quite you know the, people, yeah. the clientele the, the people nice. that live around the area are, are that sort of sophisticated lot it's not really that maybe the the people that you get living up in o'connor and, and yeah and well it's cool side. it gives you an opportunity to play with some of those foods that are a bit more um a boutique and a bit more yeah. expensive yeah because people around here sort of got the money and they're happy to to pay yeah. a little extra bit to see yeah. some sort of rose petals and hair on their dishes yeah. and things like that which is cool so it gives you a broader spectrum of um ingredients to play with um, and create some really sort of pretty and delicate dishes that you wouldn't normally throw together in, yeah, you know, traditional cafe fare, which has come a long way in recent years. Actually, are you doing um, cupping room? Yeah, yeah, because some of the, I mean, some of the stuff that they're putting together, mm. it's sensational. Yeah. I mean, I follow a lot of them on Instagram, and they're right up there. They're awesome. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, yeah. Getting back to this, I mean, when we set this place up, 
I didn't think it would blossom into what it has. Um, I wanted to set up, uh, you know, a really comfortable warming place that sold comfortable warming food. Mm. Um, and I just kind of vibe where people just wanted to come in and relax all day. Mm. Um, it, I wanted the place to have soul, like to really have an essence behind it. Um, and I think we achieved that really well, actually, more more so than I thought I would. A lot of the, the decor and everything's been like hand built by us, all the tables and walls and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Um, and the art on the wall is from friends. Um, so yeah, it's sort of a creative group of people got together and, yeah. and worked together and would meet at the helm, so to speak, and I've sort of pulled it all together and it's worked really well. And um, there's certainly been bumpy roads in the past with all the staff. Yeah. We've had a good core crew for a while. Will, the head chef, has been excellent. He's been with us since the start. We work on a very similar plateau with things. Yeah. And we've got a few, few other guys in recently that have been terrific. Trent from MasterChef. Yeah, it's I been heard hilarious. about that. It's been a hilarious revelation. How did, how did he end up here? We just advertised on Instagram. And it, like, and like true, to, true to Trent's normal form, he's such a down-to-earth guy. He just came in and um, <laughs> came in and asked for a job. I had no idea who he was. Yeah, and, I um, <laughs> I had no idea who he was. I never watched MasterChef. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we just got to talking. He's a Queemian guy. We've got we've got a few mutual friends. And um, <laughs> towards the end of the conversation, he just drops in that he's been working out at Pialio Estate. And he's been, um, you know, on, on MasterChef. He sort of mumbles it out. Yeah, I said, sorry, really? you're on MasterChef? <laughs> I said, what MasterChef? When? And he said, this one. I said, seriously. So if I Google your name right now, you'll be on MasterChef. And yeah, <laughs> sure, he's on MasterChef. So yeah. So yeah, he's been great. Um, he's got an amazing, um, he's got an amazing accumulation of ideas and um, knowledge on food for someone who, strictly speaking, isn't supposed to be a qualified chef. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, between him and, and Will and, and a few other guys in the kitchen and myself, we um, yeah, we work pretty closely together. It's a small, tight knit team, and yeah, Sweet. food comes out with a lot of with a lot of. Um, us in it so to speak in terms of the essence of what we sort of really like to eat and, and cook and mm. so how would you describe it then what what, what what kind of food can people expect when they come uh, sort of a, a really a healthy whole food um, rustic healthy whole food I think of a good combination of words meals that are sort of nourishing um, and healthy um, really satisfying kind of dishes mm. the kind of dishes that you could come in um, and you'll have a huge plate of food and you'll finish the whole thing and you'll leave feeling really satisfied mm. really well fed yeah but not um, sick but not sick exactly healthy. we keep you know we keep yeah. butters out of the kitchen we use lots of um, light dressings and, and really good quality olive oils um, and we source a lot of natural um, local produce so um, so yeah big plates of wholesome food mm. that's what we try and put forward mm. yeah and it's got a lot of, it's, it's very vibrant, you know. Like, yeah. And yeah, there's, I, I think to make it all work really well together, like, I mean, even sitting down and not even having a plate of food in front of you, the decor is vibrant, the people are vibrant, you've got the water right in front of yeah, you, thanks. especially in the summer, it's, it's buzzing, you know what I mean? And then you get the food and it complements it really nicely. Yeah. Which is which is it's a bit of an art to sort of make that work work in parallel. Well, we sort of right? spoke about it before. It's a real combination of textures. Yeah, exactly. Like there's so many different textures in terms of the decor and when you're eating the food, um, in terms of colours and flavours and um, the physical textures. And yeah, we try and combine them all. And when you do combine them all like that, you yeah. sort of end up with a real a melody of different things going on that works yeah. really well. Yeah. yeah, it's all got the same sort of vibe. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that. What am I trying to say? Um, well, firstly, I think one thing you've done is sort of built a little bit of a, 
community like in the sense that you're you're here and I mean let's face it you're the most popular cafe at the Kingston for sure easily yeah sure well there's <laughs> not many down here honestly well, yeah that's true but, as yeah. well but um you know like if you walk down here on a Saturday morning you guys are pumping there's people waiting and people want to be here because they yeah. feel welcomed and I think like as you said it's a combination of everything but it's also the way that you guys are on the floor as well like your, your staff and things and yeah it's a place you want to come back to well that's yeah I mean um, one of the ethos that I really want to do one of the reasons I really wanted to start the cafe actually was just to sort of make a home for those that worked here yeah I've always been in hospitality I went through uni and did business um, but I've always cooked and I've always worked actually more in bars but um, I've liked the vibe that a good hospitality venue can bring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can be a really fun workplace and just sort of, um, you know, a safe workplace and a comfortable workplace where people can come in, they can enjoy themselves um, and deliver a good service to the customers. So what I try and instill in all, in all the people that work here is, is it like is fun and comfort mm. and things like that. So when they do come into work, they kind of want to be here exactly. and that really makes a difference to the customer's experience which is what we try and do so mm. yeah it's, it's nice to see that it works for sure and yeah. but it's a tricky thing to do with a busy place because you know like you've got so much on your plate and then you're running a service on a Sunday, Saturday brunch whatever it may be when you're mm. super busy and just flipping tables but keeping that positive attitude and no one sort of tips over the edge of this is too hard and gets yeah. frustrated frantic it's yeah, exactly like it's, yeah. it's it's difficult and and keeping that vibe like you said like you've got a team here that's been here for a while and everyone enjoys work like it's it, it's it's a tough thing to do there's a lot of places especially in Canberra who turn over staff so frequently because i think some of the attitudes of management or, or owners or whatever it may be would just be like you know it's my way or the highway and, and you're out of here yeah. if you don't like it see you later like, at the end of the I mean? day um, you know I work as hard as I can to make this place work the best but at the end of the day you know it's just breakfast yeah. it's just someone's <laughs> coffee um, if things go wrong and it's important not to lose lose your cool or lose your head in a situation um, and just sort of remember the big picture Yeah. you know if um, staff are getting hard t- having a hard time and they're getting frustrated and losing their cool that doesn't help a customer situation exactly. if something's gone wrong with a customer. So if they're still content and doing everything they can to work to fix a problem, I mean, that's a way better way to address a problem, yeah. isn't it, than to be, like, hot-headed and flustered and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I try and keep everyone cool and calm. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think that's one of the most important things, honestly. You don't yeah. want guys walking around being blasé, but um, if it's really busy and everyone's sort of switched on, but um, they can keep their they're keeping their composure and that's when you can sort of run a really tight service because mm. everyone's in their zone they're kind of in a flow state they're just vibing mm. and it works it's good yeah, yeah. that's a, it's, a, be- it's, it's a, a beautiful thing feeling. to see exactly. it's a great feeling yeah you finish the end of one of those services and you feel like you really accomplished something it's you know totally yeah, like you, <laughs> yeah. You see, sometimes I come in here and it's a Sunday and, and like I said it's just jamming and um, and everything's running well. All the people are smiling, and you just think, oh, this is this is fucking great. Yeah, this it's is exactly great. why I did this. Yeah. Is fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Love it's it. a nice feeling. Um, let's talk about the dishes you gave us for the book. Cool, um, yeah. Starting with the banana bread, I'll let you just. Rip. Yeah, the banana bread um, we wanted to do because it's just it's a really simple thing. I think ninety percent of cafes out there do a banana bread, um, and we really like our take on it. Um, the way that the honeycomb the rosemary and the labneh work together. Um, the honeycomb's a beautiful, just a garnish on the top, and we instill the, or infuse the flavor in that burnt butter, bone noisette. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, look, it's a really simple dish to make. It's a really simple dish to plate. Yeah. But the flavors are awesome. Mm. And it's just, yeah, it's, Mate, that, it's delicious. It's warming. That yeah, burn was it for this time of year. Like honey, yeah. rosemary, and butter is just it's like... lovely, yeah. I just eat it by the spoonful. Yeah, it's lovely. Really I got the combination from um, a chef called Francis Malman. Who yeah, I reckon yeah, I know you know him. because, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think he does a dish where he does a burnt orange, um, a burnt orange with some sort of cream, dairy. It's not a labner, but it's something similar to that. And, uh, and rosemary. Yeah. And so I started playing around with basically sort of citrus and rosemary and creams and that's what, yeah. I, and that's what I came up that's, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think the nice. addition of any, any like little herby note to um, sort of a sweet and unctuous thing like that like For sure, really yeah. works. It can really work well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can put some hor- horrendous combinations together, but sometimes, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. It well, definitely does work. Trial and error. Yeah, that's right. Trial and error. And yeah, yeah, it's great. We love it. Yeah, it's sweet. And a local press classic, the pea pancake. Yeah, it's, um, it's a stalwart of the menu. Uh, the, ma- the amount of green pea pancakes we sell on weekends is ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> I think Will, the chef, can make it with his eyes closed. That was, I mean, yeah, as we sort of alluded to, that was on the menu from, the, from day one. Um, it was a dish I just used to always cook for, uh, for myself or friends like, yeah. on weekends. Yeah. Um, and then I opened this thing and I sort of refined it and put it, um, put it into more of a cafe restaurant format and uh, it found its way onto the menu. And yeah, it, you know, it's just been there since. Yeah. The, um, the batter mix has only improved, so we'll give you a nice um, heightened recipe. In, in the book, yeah. I mean, the, bat, the batter itself is sensational. The green pea, the actual pancake itself is sensational. The flavours that we've got in that. And it's just a bunch of bunch of herbs, really. Yeah. You get that really nice flavour and the green peas in them. Um, and, yeah, just the combination of the salsas and a few pomegranates with some sour sweetness and eggs. It's, yeah, it's just a good combo of flavours yeah. and it plates really well. And it's... I think um, savoury pancakes are cool. Like, yeah. it doesn't always have to be sweet. Like, yeah, and, sure. and also, like, you talk about you know cafe food moving in new directions and things like that and there's plenty of different ways to think about stuff it's like you don't always have to serve eggs on toast yeah like, that's right you know there's there's sure. there's so many different bases you can you can make up that you know probably cost you less than toast to put together yeah that's like, right and it's, <laughs> and it's and so much more interesting yeah so the, i mean with a dish like that when you i mean yeah you say like toast toast is toast and bread bread's great but if you want to use a pancake as your base basically you're um your carbohydrates base for the dish there's so many flavors you can infuse, exactly you can infuse into that pancake yeah, it's just the and little addition yeah 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 and you can great. add whatever you want to it yeah it's great so it works really well yeah sweet um and the soup yeah the soup's actually we just put that's today's the first day we've run it um i was here till about 10 30 last night finishing it off <laughs> really yeah but I, I i just really liked it it yeah. was it was um occasionally i sort of feel like the menu drags away from um some of it's in, in integrity and in, in, uh, what do you call it central integrity in that I like it to be really fresh and vibrant and green and I want it to cater for the vegans for the gluten frees mm. glutards all those sort of people that's kind of what I think um, a, like you know a small market portion of our market is to cater for the, the real health conscious and that's what we want to do the sort of really nourishing healthy food that you want to eat so this thing is just like a um, like you bring it out to people and they eat it or they get it in front of them and they think they ordered soup but it's kind of a whole lot more going yeah, on exactly, in the soup. Yeah. and um yeah it's it's just it's one of those dishes that's got a lot of color going on there's a lot of flavors going on it's got a lot of different textures going on so i think it's pretty quintessential lp in that sense yeah with, sure. all, the, with all the bright vibrant colors and the different textures yeah yeah i talked to another chef about um sort of what you touched on there before is 
over delivering a bit on food like from what you read on the menu so like like you said they think they're ordering a soup but then they get a whole bunch more yeah and, and that sort of thing for a customer I think that's something that makes customers return a lot like when when they think something's going to be good and then it's like exceeds expectation by totally, a bunch yeah. then it's like it's that's an emotion that sticks in your head you know what I mean like it's not just going and having a nice thing you're like it's, it's this new emotion that's like, oh, wow, this is even way better than I even thought it was. Yeah, be, absolutely. So. Well, if you can deliver an experience that exceeds the expectation, at the end of the day, that's all you, that's all you really got to do. I mean, yeah, you can exactly. back it down to that being that simple. So um, if, they, um, if they come in and they've got really, really high hopes and you can match those hopes or make them even better, then, you, then you're doing well. Yeah. Um, I mean, even if they come in and they think the meal's going to be mediocre, which a lot of the time you get, you get a lot of our boyfriends, for example, get dragged here from the girlfriend and they just want an egg and bacon Benny and we don't do that. <laughs> so instead they get, say, one of the, the ham chiabata rolls. Um, reluctantly get the ham chiabata roll. And they, and they enjoy it. They really enjoy it. They probably would have liked like a, <laughs> a butter-filled bacon hungover sensation, but they really enjoy that. So it's the same thing. It's about... You know, beating um, the expectations of people, having their experience beat their expectations. Yeah. Well, you're kind of making people try something a bit different as well. Like bit... That's kind of what we try and do as yeah. well. Um, we almost force people into that by taking certain things off the menu at some yeah. point so that people break out of their mold. One of the reasons I've actually always wanted to take the green pea pancake off is because I know so many people have been here so many times and that's what they get every time. <laughs> and so you just occasionally, want to shake them up a yeah, bit. Yeah, shake them up a bit and let them know that there's lots of other good things on the menu. But you know, yeah. every, it all sells pretty evenly, honestly. So there's a good spread of stuff yeah. that everyone tries. Well, there's a, that's like, that's a real confidence thing is to be able to take a popular dish off the menu. It's, it means that you've got confidence in the rest of your menu or what it will be replaced with. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We totally do. Um, I mean, the green pan pancake's great. You get, as a chef, uh, you know, old chefs and um, restaurant workers out there will know that you get tired of any dish, especially yeah. when it's been there for like over two years now. Um, so you don't look at it in the same light the customers do. That, exactly. You know, you've got to remind yourself that the customers aren't making 200 of these a day. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, no, totally. I've got absolute confidence in the stuff that we put on the menu. And every time, I feel like every time we, we replace a dish, we try and improve on the dish that it's been replaced. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty confident that we do that. So we keep going from strength to strength. And um, it's great. You know, we we're a pretty inexperienced team when we started. And now we've got two years two years, two years under our belt. And we'll keep, we'll keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's still going, man. There's like cranes and all sorts of construction It's a crazy happening. area. It's, just it's a crazy area. Keeps yeah. on going. Every time you come here, I mean, if you, you can literally go away for a fortnight and come back and there's a new building that's come out of the ground. Exactly. It's yeah. ridiculous. Or a new, yeah, a new retail outlet. Or and, a you know, most of the things I'm looking at here, most of the buildings, they don't have anyone in them yet. So mm. it's, a good, yeah. it's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah it's a good place to be for a I think it's owner. a great place for Canberra because, like, we, we, we didn't have anywhere. We didn't have anywhere where you could sit on the water and have, have brekkie. Yeah. Anywhere. It's yeah, now. not really. I they can't had, think of anywhere. No, well, they had a crack at it at Emu Bank in Lake Jindera, if you remember that. Oh, okay. Those Canberrans no, know that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did, actually. Yeah, yeah well, it's the fast food I don't, strip. I don't go to it's a, No, it's a fast food, it's a fast food strip, and it's pretty derelict. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it didn't really work, and so there was a lot of ambiguity around this area. When we moved in here, I remember copying a lot of flack from mates who own restaurants around Canberra. And they were sort of saying, like, really, you sure? Like, yeah. you know, that's a pretty untried area. Never done this before. Yeah. You're an idiot. But, um... Yeah, it's come. It's come good. I know the place is good, but yeah. it's just weird to think that they they plan this city from scratch. Like this is a man-made lake we're on, and 
they didn't, didn't think they didn't build around the let's, water. Let's have some commercial yeah. places and, yeah. and people living like on yeah. the water. Like it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is. Well, it's good. It's now here. Yeah, it took yeah, a long exactly. time to develop, but now it's here and. Uh, yeah, it's and here to stay. It's only going to get nicer. It's only it. going to get better. Yeah, it's good. That's the thing. It's like it's it's its own little hub now. Like it's, you know, people at night time, like you used to go, oh yeah, so we're like we go out to the city, we go, you know, maybe to Dixon or something or to a pub or whatever. But then now it's like there's an option here. There's the foreshore. Yeah, Especially in summer, it's like busy it's everywhere. It's packed, man. It's packed. Like, yeah, it's great. You know, like you can have a full night down here. You can start off with drinks somewhere, you know have dinner have dinner somewhere else and then end up at another bar until late that's right i mean with the this element building that's just to my right when that opened up that opened up with a whole new string of commercial um venues underneath and just yeah it just strengthens the area yeah. you know what i mean so now you've got everything from thai to indian food um there's an ice creamery there's burger places there's a whole foods place there's a good pub yep. there's all sorts of stuff so yeah it's, it's great it's a really good area good Love it. Yeah. Happy days. Um, yeah, good. Anything else you want to talk about? You got anything coming up or any future plans you got in the works or are you just sort of quiet season now? And yeah, it is a quiet season at the moment with winter. Um, we're sort of just uh, getting everything tight and getting everything ready for summer, yeah. for the summer bombardment, honestly. Yeah. We've forever been trying to put together a dinner menu, but we find it um, really tricky with the space that we have to work with. So. Um, Mate, running breakfast, lunch, and dinner—it's a long time. The well, the cafe, things. cafe services—I mean, it's a long opening time. They're long services. Yeah. You know, a dinner you can run a service for three hours, and you know, we have a kitchen open from sort of seven till four. It's a long, long service. So yeah. it's, it's tricky. So now, at the moment, we just keep working on little things and just keep trying to strengthen things and keep our menu fresh as possible and and keep the quality as good as possible. Keep yeah. working on those little little things that'll make a difference. I think. We're good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, JD. Done. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to my chat with JD from Local Press. If you want to find out more about them, you can visit their website, which is localpresscafe.com.au. If you want more of these podcasts, you can download the Quicksand Food Connection on iTunes and on Stitcher, or you can go to our website, quicksandfood.com. If you want us on social media, you can find us at Quicksand Food on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you again next episode. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.